The Pansy started as a simple railway to connect Pittsburgh to Philadelphia, but soon grew to reach as far west as St. Louis and as far east as New York City and Washington, D.C. But soon the Pansy found competition in the Baltimore and Ohio Railroad. This rivalry grew as they began to serve more and more of the same geographic area. Now, this may have been the disdain between Cleveland and Pittsburgh during football season, but more than likely, they were directly competing for the same customers in bustling industrial centers. But the Pensy and Baltimore and Ohio railroads weren't the only ones on the block. The Reading Railroad came onto the scene, but neither of the earlier railways had an issue with it since it primarily delivered coal. Fun fact though, it ended up earning significantly more money due to the demand of coal at the time, even when it wasn't serving as much area as either of its neighboring railways. There were other independent lines making their way onto the scene, but they didn't really compete. These smaller lines were called shorefast railroads, and they covered much smaller geographic areas. While there were rivalries between railroads, when combined, they are powerful. In fact, holding two of these could get you $50. And all four, $200, as long as you remember to ask for rent. Of course, you may know these railroads by different names. Shortline, Reading, B&O, and Pennsylvania. Not only do they exist in real life, they have been immortalized and coveted by Monopoly players worldwide. I'm Kelly, and this is Through the Lens. This week, we're continuing our series on planes, trains, and automobiles. Train is the word of the day. No, we're not talking locomotives or the Hogwarts Express, no matter how much I would like to. Instead, we're going to look at the verb train, or to teach. We're stepping out of the technical zone and heading into development. This week, we'll learn about both in-classroom and hands-on training offered in the optical engineering world. To discover more, let's go to the person who trained me, Dan. The current political climate and push to reshore jobs back into the United States is creating a change in shifting priorities for large and medium-sized manufacturers to hire reliable and skilled workers at home rather than overseas. In 2017, the U.S. Department of Defense began assessing the state of the U.S. manufacturing supply chain and defense industrial base. In following years, they have made very clear recommendations surrounding the need to accelerate workforce development efforts in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics to help protect our national security. This is helping to change the view on blue-collar jobs to new-collar jobs, which provide livable wages and viable career paths. Photonic sciences are embedded in self-driving cars using LIDAR, facial recognition, cell phone manufacturing, solar panels, next-generation medical imaging, and more. You're probably familiar with some of the applications or technologies produced in these companies without even knowing it. Optical coherence tomography, a non-invasive imaging technique that uses light, can identify skin malignancies and retinal detachment in the eye. 
The study of optics with electronics at the community college level for either an associate's degree or a certificate program prepares students for careers in electro-optics and traditional precision optics fabrication. In these types of programs, students are given the opportunity to operate much of the same precision equipment and state-of-the-art optical systems used in the industry. Skilled optics technicians work with engineers and scientists to inspect and test optical components and assemblies using advanced laboratory tools. Graduates of these sorts of programs work with scientists and engineers in research and development, design, production, quality control, and test and evaluation of optical components and systems, as well as with sales and service professionals. Students who have these two-year degrees or certificates can qualify for stable, well-paying jobs in manufacturing, testing, or electro-optics, photonics applications. Most certificate programs are designed to be completed within a year, while the associate's degree programs are normally completed in two years. With the knowledge and hands-on experience gained in these sorts of programs, a person with this training would be able to perform the following job functions. They'd be able to evaluate optical systems using a number of geometrical and wave optical test procedures, take standard measurements and evaluate typical optoelectro assembly configurations, They'd be able to understand and perform basic and advanced optical manufacturing techniques, handle and clean delicate optical surfaces according to industry best practices, describe and assess particulate control in laminar flow and clean environments, and interpret optical drawings, just to name a few. Programs such as these are in very high demand, and in some instances, apprenticeships and internships can be available. for the sidebar. But to get to everything, we're gonna need a montage. What would movies be without training montages? They have a very specific pattern. A mentor starts by saying, you're not good enough. Then some time passes before they say, hey, you're getting the hang of this. Before finally the wise teacher walks in and says, you're ready. Let me take you through a few of my favorite movie montages. Oh, and spoilers ahead. But to be fair, these films are well over 10 years old. While this isn't an action movie, the movie Footloose starring Kevin Bacon has one of the most fun movie montages in cinematic history. We see Willard, played by the late Chris Penn, bumbling through simple dance moves. But as Denise Williams' Let's Hear It For The Boy plays in the background, he starts to gain his rhythm, eventually leading to him feeling confident enough to dance with Rusty, played by a pre-Hocus Pocus Sarah Jessica Parker. Let's get down to business to review the second movie montage. Disney's Mulan dedicated an entire musical number to the training of the Chinese army. It began with the soldiers, including Mulan, unable to complete even the simplest of training exercises. As the song continues, the soldiers lament about not being able to complete the training, while a chorus in the background encourages them to be as swift as a coursing river, with all the force of a great typhoon and all of the strength of a raging fire, mysterious as the dark side of the moon. Stakes are heightened as we're told time is running out, and Mulan just can't cut it. As the song ends, Mulan ascends the top of a post, earning the approval of her fellow soldiers and commanding officers. Granted, none of them know she's a woman yet. And the song ends with all of the soldiers successfully completing drills and ready for battle. There is one more training montage I want to highlight, but 
I'm going to save that one for the end. For now, back to the show. Production level, or what are now being called new collar workers, are in great demand in the photonics industry. While these individuals satisfy the needs of optical manufacturing companies both here and abroad, there is also a need for individuals to design, engineer, and theorize new optical technologies and systems. To enter the workforce and pursue a career in this capacity, the minimum requirement is normally a degree degree from a four-year university. There are a few notable universities that offer optical engineering undergraduate programs and PhD programs as well. Some of the more notable institutions offering optical engineering courses of study are the University of Rochester, the University of Arizona, the University of Central Florida, and Rose-Hulman Institute of Technology. A Bachelor's of Science in Optical Sciences enables students to analyze and design optical systems. Students learn about the math and engineering principles required for optical system designs and experiments and testing. Bachelor's degree students expect to acquire knowledge of optical instruments and field-specific computer software. Optical sciences are, in many cases, a specialization under a more general physics degree program. In addition to classroom instruction, students are expected to complete laboratory work, including exercises in radiometry, illumination, and air analysis. Some courses include physical optics, optical specifications, instrumentation, and chemistry. A master's degree program in optical sciences is earned primarily through a degree program in optics or applied optics. A master's degree program emphasizes the design and execution of self-directed research. Areas of research include imaging, spectroscopy, nanophotonics, and biophotonics. Technologies are also utilized in medical diagnoses, disease management, homeland security, and telecommunications. Students in this discipline are required to participate in research projects in a related field such as optical nanotechnology. Master's degree programs emphasize lab work and may require students to research and defend a thesis at the end. Students participate in the following courses, laser physics and atomic structure, quantum optics, theoretical physics, and nanophotonics. A PhD program in optical sciences prepares graduate students for research careers in the government, academic, and industrial settings. PhD students take a broad range of courses before deciding to specialize in one specific area of the optical sciences. Some PhD programs focus on specific optics research projects, such as the application of optics in health sciences, light emission studies, and other disciplines. Successful completion of the examination to enter a PhD program is required before progressing on to advanced studies. Many times a dissertation is required to complete a PhD program. No matter what course of study you decide on, the photonics industry is a quickly emerging industry that will only continue to grow as optical systems become more and more commonplace in everyday life. Hey Through the Lens listeners, did you know you could find North American Coding Laboratories on YouTube? Well, look them up! There you'll find videos on how to test optical coding specifications as well as industry-specific options. Plus, we heard there are some new and exciting things coming in January of 2021. When you get there, make sure to smash that subscribe button and ring the bell to get notified when a new video is made available. For more information about North American Coding Laboratories and its multimedia, visit NACL.com. That's 
NACL.com today. We can't finish an episode about training without mentioning one of the greatest film franchises of all time, Rocky. Each of the Rocky films has an amazing training montage, but I'm just going to focus on one, the training montage in Rocky IV. The juxtaposition of Ivan Drago's futuristic and machine-based training versus Rocky frolicking in the snow will go down as one of the best montages of all time. In the end, Rocky is able to take his hero's journey and successfully complete his training and defeat Drago. A truly epic and triumphant movie moment. Thanks for taking a look through the lens at training in the optical field. We hope that you learned a little about development in the optical engineering field. Oh, and before I go, let me tell you one more fun fact about the game Monopoly. One rule that is followed in many individuals' gameplay is the free parking rule, where if a player lands on free parking, they win all of the money from income tax, luxury tax, and the chance in community chess payouts. This is not an official rule. Instead, it's been passed down as a house rule. However, this rule did win an online poll for a special edition of the game called Monopoly House Rules, where it was formally made a rule. Next time on Through the Lens, we will finish our series on planes, trains, and automobiles. Listeners, start your engines. See you next time.